not in Kansas anymore. You have my curiosity. Are you telling me you built a time machine? The force will be with Welcome back to Get Real, the podcast where we get real about all of our favourite pop culture movies and TV shows. My name is Sam and with me is my Spaceman co-host, Chris. Spaceman General One at your service! Boots on the moon, boots on the moon. We want boots on the moon by 2024, see? If you've not guessed, we have watched all of Space Force this week. I watched it in one sitting. Jesus, man. One sitting? (laughs) One sitting, I thought there was going to be more, but there wasn't, and I was like, oh, I've watched all ten episodes already. To be fair, <laughs> at half an hour an episode, with thir- with ten episodes, it goes pretty quick. Like, I got through half of it, and then I had to watch, like, the last two today, but I didn't realise how fast it goes by. Other things that we've got to talk about, Chris, because we can't just jump straight into the main topic, can we? We've got to do a little bit of news, and albeit there's... Because there's actually news at the moment. Yeah. There's actually a little bit of news. And albeit there's not tons and tons of news, but there is more news than what news that we got last week's news, and news and news and news and news. <laughs> Newsy news. First news. thing that I've got on our old news sheet, Chris, is uh, Sonic gets a sequel. Uh, it's been announced that the Sonic sequel is in the works. Now, I didn't think this did well enough at the box office, really, to deserve a sequel, but I'm not sure why it did overseas. It probably went massive in Asia and stuff like that. Do you know what? I don't think you've seen this yet, have I've you? I've not watched Sonic. Sonic. No, I've only just watched uh, Detective Pikachu, Chris, so I've still got a bit, <sighs> a bit of a way to go before I get to Sonic. Okay. Sonic was all right, you know? It was all right. It got better towards the end. I think they just need to get rid of James Marsden and his boring-ass character and just have Sonic and Eggman. And, spoilers for the post credit scene, Tails appears. So clearly, when they were making this film, they were like, right, okay, we want to make more Sonic films and we want to introduce more Sonic characters. So if they're going to do that, then I'm fine with it. Everyone has to leave something on a cliffhanger these days, don't they? Just The game is on. It's always got to... It's always got to have some sort of sequel bait at the oh, end. Oh, the Sonic game is on. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a mock-up poster of Sonic, Knuckles and Tails, though, so I didn't know whether that was something... Because I knew Tails was already at the end of Sonic 1, but I didn't realise yeah. whether it was like an official thing or not, but here we are. So I think, if I remember rightly, at the beginning of the film, we see the same race that um, Knuckles is. Oh, that okay. same sort of, like, um, that creature but we don't actually see Knuckles in the film. So they might have taken the design of that maybe and put that in for that poster. I haven't seen that poster. Yeah, I've heard... But Tails looks pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard Jim Carrey kills it in this, so I do need to take a bit of time to go and watch it. But he's definitely the best part, and he gets more and more Eggman throughout. Yeah, I keep hearing people talk... Well, I kept hearing people talk about this one joke that he just absolutely nails, but I can't can't think of what it is, because I've not seen the film. But I will see it eventually, those diehard Sonic viewers that we've got who really enjoyed the film i want to see you know what we talked last week about alternative cuts i'd love to see the alternative cut of the original sonic what with the horrible looking yeah. Sonic? yeah i think it would have been the exact same film only looked a lot worse yeah but i'd like to see it i'd like to see it because it looked horrifying it was horrifying like it it was more just the teeth that really put me off yeah i didn't have like really muscular human legs and then proper yeah like, he had sound. really thin but muscular legs and 
human teeth. Well, at least Sonic was going to the dentist, Chris. More than what you could say about <laughs> some fictional characters, like Godzilla and King Kong, they probably don't go to the dentist. <laughs> there's a segue, if you've ever heard one, onto our next story. Got the, there's plenty of teeth between the two of them, and <laughs> there? Plenty of teeth between the two of them, yeah. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong gets rated PG-13, which promises plenty of violence and destruction. Yes, that's what we want to hear. I've still not seen the latest Godzilla film. Neither have I. We should probably talk about it before Godzilla vs. Kong comes out. Yeah, we should do like the three films leading up to it. So Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island and Godzilla King of Monsters. We should probably do those three in an episode. To be honest, those films are pretty good. I I don't I I really like them. Yeah, I mean apart from King of Monsters which I heard's a little bit a little bit sketchy. But in terms of action and stuff and Big Mon which is let's face it that's what you go and watch a Godzilla or King Kong exactly. film for. I'm not looking for incredible goddamn subtext or like deeper meanings. I'm going there to see a giant monkey and a giant lizard fight i'm going i <laughs> want a cgi fest that's what i want i want what justice <laughs> yeah, league gave me but with also have you seen the concept art for the older version of king kong so it's going to be the same king kong he's going to grow up a bit and he's got a goddamn beard he's got it's a, a beard. giant mo- it's a giant ape with a beard kong- <laughs> so if i just google kong with beard is this what's going to happen literally it's like a big old bushy beard <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Please tell me you're seeing this right is now. This, is this the Kong? Where, is this the poster that I'm looking at, or is this some kind of concept? Art? I'm gonna search King Kong with beard. Hang on it's a concept second. art. Hang on a second. Let's. Oh, yeah, he does have a big beard, doesn't he? Yeah. So a people big, have then beard. taken <laughs> big old bushy beard. So then people have taken the artwork. For, well. A still of him from Kong Skull Island and just photoshopped like Brian Blessed's beard on it. <laughs> you know what though? It probably does make sense. And how do you make a monkey look older and more more aggressive and scary? You give him grey temples and you give him a big old bushy beard. You give him a long beard that's pointy at the end. It's yeah, I can't wait for it. Mate, he's got like a it looks like he's had the um, like a claw down his eye and his pupils gone white as well. Like it's Yeah, so ooh. He had scars on his face, but he did get he got attacked by one of the creatures, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's where the yeah. scars on his chest are from as well. Oh. He got attacked by one of the lizard things in Skull Island. I uh, this is definitely going to be a cinema film. This is definitely going to oh, be yeah. like an IMAX or whatever fucking I just sense. melt your brain with atomic breath. Like, yeah, it's going to be really good. I think I think if you weren't hyped about the Godzilla and normal Kong films, like their standalones, I think that everyone's going to be pretty hyped for Godzilla versus Kong. Because we've always yeah. tried to restart it, haven't they? It's like you had the old Godzilla, questionably, you know, Godzilla film from yeah. the ages ago. You had uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, and then you've had these films. I think it's about time we get them on screen together, in it. Yeah. 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 Also, apparently, was it... 2018 or early 2019 they did shin godzilla which was the new japanese version apparently that's really good apparently it's slow and it's got a lot of talking in but when you think about like the deeper issues that they're trying to face in that film like it's a real political film but it's a godzilla film yeah it's weird isn't it and um it's dealing with a lot of like the aftershock of i think is the 2016 tsunami that hit and stuff like that yeah 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 
That's apparently a really impactful film. Hmm. And it's a Godzilla film. And it's a Godzilla film. And more Godzillas, good Godzilla. Next story is we've had more <laughs> uh, from Godzilla to Batmobile. <laughs> I couldn't think of one. Uh, Godzilla's uh, an animal. Godzilla's a, an animal. Yeah. 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 You went down the same um, thought process. Speaking of... Uh, wait, King Kong, um, oh. Gorilla Grodd is a Flash villain and Flash is on the Justice League with Batman. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> that's like seven that's like fucking 10 degrees of separation with uh yeah films. seven degrees of separation seven? Yeah. oh fucking well yeah. you had it right first time. i know jump cut. why did i question myself <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it in we'll leave it in um yeah batmobile leak so we've got more of a look at batmobile uh for the upcoming the batman uh, I haven't seen this. I've seen people have been talking about it, but I haven't seen any new photos. Yeah, so it's a toy leak, I believe. Uh, oh. The photos that we've seen of the new Batmobile so far have been uh, of the really kind of dingy uh, photos, isn't it, where he's where he's stood by it. Oh, it's actually yeah, set yeah. photos, I believe. But it looks like somebody's kind of just taking them on the phone and there's like a... There's like an action figure of Robert Pattinson's Batman in there and stuff, and I don't know where it's been leaked from, but I do believe it's probably a toy prototype. It's always a toy that leaks. It's not only Funko Pops leak everything. Yeah, have you seen? Have you managed to pull it up and have a little look? Um, I'm trying to find it. I'm so it, to find it like to me, it looks very Night Rider. It looks very Night Rider. Yeah, we said that the first time that we saw it, didn't we? Yeah, it looks like that that Batmobile's going to end up like talking back to you and a lovely, <laughs> lovely lady's voice. But it's definitely I can't like, see any new images. Though. Like the red, it's got like the red. Uh, you know what? Give me, give me a second, Chris. We, what, what kind of, what kind of show are we trying to run here? Where we, we bloody can't find an article online to talk about. <laughs> hey, here's, here you go. Through the power of the okay, internet. so I, I had seen that. Uh, I literally just saw that as you said it. Yeah. Yeah, so through the power of the internet, I've just sent Chris a social distanced package to his uh, his Discord over here where we record the podcast, so we can have a look. So, uh, yeah, see, I think it looks worse in the light, but also it's just a cheap toy by the looks. Yeah, of it. it looks like a very cheap toy. I mean, also, yeah, I mean, you've got to remember it's a toy, but like if you imagine this in like dark alleys and stuff, and the moodiness that we're going to expect from Matt Reeves's Batman film, but I can't get over the red grill at the front and how much it just makes me think of Knight Rider. It, it just <laughs> it's it's like absolutely Literally. uncanny. You know what they should do? They should put little bat symbols in front of the headlights so it shines the bat symbol on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Mustangs when you open the doors now shines the the Mustang horse on the floor. Yeah, literally. I'm trying to send you a photo of the fucking picture of the Night Rider, but it's, it's not working. All oh, right. I know what Night Rider looks yeah, like. But, I know what Night yeah, Rider but I'm looks sending, like. I'm sending you a very specific photo of the front of the grill that looks pretty yeah. exactly like one of these yeah. leaked photos the <laughs> with the the yeah. lights scanning across the front of it so what's your thoughts yeah, i mean it's very different isn't it it's very very different we yeah, spoke about it, it looks before, cool but... I, I still think it looks cool but i think this toy looks real cheap i don't think it's <laughs> i don't think it's doing it justice i think it'll look better on screen i mean the back like, of it looks pretty pretty cool with yeah the, the back of it looks cool it's like scaffolded at the back it's like a it's like a roll cage isn't it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like a dragster like muscle car, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean it's got one, two, three, four, and then one massive exhaust at the back, which looks like it's there's gonna be a that's shot. gonna have little jet flames. Yeah, there's gonna be a shot in a film where he's he's trying to outrun someone or catch up to someone and he hits like the nut he, he flicks up his gear stick, <laughs> top of his gear stick and presses a button and NOS comes out the back. It's a, yeah, it's a big blue button and it'll do the, the fast and the furious, it'll zoom down the the, the pipes to the big blue tank that says nos on it yeah, and then yeah. it'll, like you'll see it injected into the fuel tank and yeah i think it looks a lot more it'll practical be like, though it looks pretty practical yeah it definitely looks practical yeah. it'll be like um the arkham knight trailer that came out yeah like i remember like when we were in uni i did sound design for that trailer and when he fucking kicks in that jet engine it's like <laughs> The top, Big old flames. The top-down picture of it that's on Twitter is very reminiscent of an older Batmobile, but I can't think of which one. It, yeah, it, yeah, you know, it's what like I mean. a vague sort of like it kind of looks vaguely like a couple of different Batmobiles, but it's not long and it's not weirdly bat-shaped. Yeah. Like the back of it looks like the animated series, mm. but it's not long enough at the front to be. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's like a, it's like the if you, animated series or Schumacher. Yeah, it's like if you pulled the animated series Batmobile out of it and then you made it in real life practically it's kind of what it looks like yeah. so it's pretty yeah cool. it's like the back end is very burton-esque as well yeah so uh speaking of batman that's actually been one of the films to resume filming in the uk soon alongside the fantastic beast sequel as well so i think that yeah. just when they started to close down production on this due to covid uh they were filming in liverpool i believe which isn't too far away from us for the fantastic beast one uh, no for the uh for batman Oh, I, th- I thought Batman was still shooting up in. Yeah, no, they shot in, in Glasgow. They shot in Glasgow, it? and then they moved to London. It's the... oh yeah, yeah, we covered that. Somebody, somebody on one of the groups that were members of was posting about it. Wasn't yeah, they? and they're using yeah. the underground, I think, the of one of the buildings. Um, yeah, for for stuff. So yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. So we found it. Fantastic Beast always shoots in Liverpool as well for all the cobbly areas. Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them have been filmed there. One of my mates was in the second one. They filmed outside of Lime Street, you know, where the St. George's Hall Museum or something uh, across the road from it. It's probably one of those things where, like, you blink and you miss it in the film kind of thing because of yeah. all the... Well, I've been watching Peaky Blinders. Oh. just watched all five seasons in, like, the last week. Yeah. And, like, loads of that is shot in Liverpool and Manchester and I know the streets I'm looking at and just there, like, I could pass there. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit where we used to get the train into Manchester that is literally, like, one of the building sites. Yeah. It's, like, in the first few episodes. But And then I just started re-watching Life on Mars because I haven't watched it since I was a kid and it's a great show. But that starts and where he first wakes up in 1973 is the site next door to where I work. Oh, wow. <laughs> Before all the buildings were there, it's just the old mill where uh, one of the other companies is across the road. Mad. Well, Liverpool's only the, bl- the bloody city of culture, isn't it? So why not fucking... Well, it was back in 2008 <laughs> anyway, wasn't it? <laughs> European city of culture, and now we're not part of Europe no well, more. Well, that's an awkward, uh, awkward story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Brexit. Bloody Brexit. Uh, and then speaking of Batman, relating back to the DC universe, who's uh, sometimes fights the Suicide Squad, uh, there's been a lot of talk about the air cut and what the air cut would have been. Have you read a little bit into this? 
Um, so I've read a little bit, and then you sent me a lot more stuff. And I know we said, I said the other day that I wasn't really interested in this, but now we're finding out more stuff, which kind of makes me a bit more interested in if we would ever see this. Yeah, I, th- like, I think it's um, a lot of the stuff the Joker that A has was... been saying, isn't it? So A has been really vocal on Twitter about what this film should have been, and I think that's yeah. what's got us excited. So obviously we knew there was a lot more Joker stuff in there, but I thought it was mostly just flashback stuff, but apparently he was meant to be like part of like the big final confrontation and everything. He was meant to be like under like Enchantress's spell and all that, like working, trying to get Harley to join her and stuff. But Enchantress was then working for Steppenwolf and was un- under my control of a mother box and stuff. Which, to be like, fair, sounds pretty out mental. there when you've seen the film, but it would have probably made more sense going into Justice League anyway. Apparently that's why he had to start axing the mother box stuff was because in Justice League we see him collect all three mother boxes. So I think when they were then starting to reshoot and re-edit well, no, because Suicide Squad had already come out before that, and but anyway, like they were clearly in talks that the Mother Boxes and Steppenwolf was going to be in Justice League more, so they just got rid of it completely from Suicide Squad. Mm, yeah, they wanted the film to be. I think what it was is it came off the back of uh, Batman versus Superman being so mm-hmm. kind of grim and gr- grim and dark that. They wanted to then not take that risk with Suicide Squad, which is why the trailers took like such a weird turn from the first trailer that you got to then bright colours and the soundtrack yeah. and the, the feel-good comedy side of it. Uh, and that's what they kind of panicked with. So the air cut was meant to be like really heavily drama. And apparently yeah. there's only one trailer, which is probably the first trailer, which is actually one that he did, which was a closer representation of what the film should have been. So to be yeah. fair, like considering Jared Leto gets a lot of grief for the Joker in this, based on what David Ayer said, and you've got to remember David Ayer has done some pretty cool films, like Fury's an amazing film. Yeah. Fury's really yeah, good. Fury's great. And... You know, if if he, he was, you know, if you left him to his own devices on Suicide Squad, and you got something of the same caliber of that, and you've got Jared Leto playing the Joker, I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, give it a give it a chance. You know what I mean? And apparently, the, yeah. the amazing thing is, is that all of this has already been filmed. It's like it's already done. It's just a case yeah. of you know, you would just have to edit it, and it's and it's out there. Well, he did, didn't he? He had shot the entire film. Um, how he wanted it they got to the edit and then like and i think that was when uh dawn of justice was coming out and getting slated for being too dark and everything like that so then they sent in for reshoots and then the trailer got re-edited by the trailer company and then, and then they the were f- like oh this yeah. is where we want to go with it so the reshoots changed to be like more light-hearted and comedy and stuff like that and then they re-edited the film but got the trailer company to edit it instead of David Ayer. Yeah, it's like, they did a good job on the trailer, so let them do the whole film. It's like, no, please, not quite. <laughs> don't don't give a two-and-a-half-hour film to a bloody trailer company that do three-minute videos. I know, but the only thing they're good at is, well, I, I don't want to absolutely slam them, but... One thing that trailer companies are good at will be titles, which you get a lot of in Suicide Squad, so you can't really fault a title yep. in the intro sequences, can you? Like, for the cast and nope. stuff. But I would love to see an A cut. After, after hearing what we've heard, I'm really, really open to the idea of, you know what, if they're going to do it with the Snyder cut, just do it with the A cut as well. Why not? Yeah. Why not? There's nothing I to th- lose. I think, yeah, I think... 
There's nothing to lose apart from the reputation (laughs) that they made a terrible decision. I I think because Justice League was like received better than Suicide Squad, but people still knew that it could have been better. Like people are still more on board for the Snyder cut than an Ayer cut, but the Ayer cut could be like really different. But the I don't know. It's all over the fucking place, but yeah, I think people are warming up to the idea of an air cut a bit more. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. I know I'm warming up to it a bit more. We'll have to see because the Snyder cut was but a rumor and but a but a dream, and now it's but a hashtag. But a hashtag, and the air cut right now is twas but a hashtag. Twas but a hashtag in my day. Twas but a movement, and it became. Air needs to get on. Is it? Vero or whatever and start posting black and white photos. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's how he gets hype. That's what you're doing, eh? You yeah. need to get off Twitter yeah. and get on Vero because that's what worked for Zach. Yeah, get on that social media that nobody uses. Yeah, <laughs> apart from diehard Justice League fans and they'll back you up. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Chris, that's the end of pretty much uh, relative news to talk about. Let's talk about Space Force. I mean, is the spoilers to this? There's things that happen in here that we won't talk uh, about, which we'll probably shove towards the end, I suppose. I don't know. I don't think it's really something that gets spoiled because every episode's just kind of like, yeah. I suppose it's not. Awesome. It's kind of like a sitcom esque comedy, isn't it? Like every episode covers something different. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll we're gonna do a general review of Space Force. We won't talk about big things that happen. We'll just you know we'll we'll, we'll keep it brief. Yeah. We'll keep it brief because. So we've not actually spoke about this together, have we? We've we've said that we need no. to watch it. You gave me the elevator pitch before I watched it. Yeah, and so let me give you that elevator pitch again for the listeners, Chris. So a lot of people were saying this was meant to be the office in space. So what I said to you was, it's certainly not the office in space. <laughs> it's definitely not that. But going with the mindset of it kind of being like that, but you're going to have more dramery points and the humour's going to be less in your face is pretty much what it was, I guess. But yeah. I'm interested to know your thoughts because last time I spoke to you, you hadn't watched it. And this is the first time he's speaking to you since then and you've watched it yeah. all. So fire your thoughts at me. So I literally hadn't seen a trailer going into this or anything. I had seen a screenshot from one of the trailers of Steve Carell. I think it's from the second episode where he's like really close to the screen and you see people on rows of stuff behind him. And I was like, is this the Orwell? I was like, is it another like sort of like jokey version of Star Trek type thing? It's none of them. Yeah. There's nothing like that. It's literally, we work for a fake version of NASA um, and it's just a bunch of weird people in an office type thing, but it's not the office. I was like, okay. And then you said it's not the office in space, but it's kind of like the uh, the office. I was like, right, okay. And I start watching it, and I was like, this is all right. This I had seen people saying that they couldn't watch it without bursting into hysterics. I didn't think it was nearly as funny as other comedies out there. No, there are some really funny parts, like especially when they're talking about the president that doesn't get named, and it's it, you can tell it's just Trump. Like it's just them like digging the knife in and twisting it with Trump. But like, yeah, it, it was funny, but. I think the best part of it was like when it was trying to be really sincere about its characters. I think it treated its characters really well. It was all right. It's definitely worth a watch. It's not hilarious, but it's entertaining. 
I think yeah. the the jokes that you have between Steve Carell and John Malkovich, his character, I yeah. think those bits are probably pretty funny. And you've got some pretty funny characters on there as well. You've got Brad, who's his uh, receptionist, his uh, is, is, yeah. uh, subordinate, so to speak. Uh, you've got uh, you've got then the other guy, his bodyguard, who's always asking for ID. Uh, you've got that guy. I think he's, is he also yeah. called Brad? I get confused. The Southern guy, the no. Alabama guy, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've yeah. got funny characters, but it's definitely not as on the nose in terms of humor. Like I felt the same way that you said it wasn't breaking me into stitches when stuff was happening. It's like I was laughing to myself, and it yeah. was kind of like a bit of a chuckle. But it was definitely more There's... entertaining. I felt like it was going to be the same thing. I was expecting it to be like them on a spaceship, and I was really expecting. I, I don't know. I don't know why I think it's just that first photo that we saw of all the desks and stuff. I didn't think command center. I didn't think space command no. center. You think spaceship, don't you? Because they said yeah. the office in space. So that's what you're going to think. But I do think it's entertaining. I do think it's pretty good. I think it's worth a watch, but it was a bit awkward when I first watched it. Cause I watched it with my girlfriend. And when we sat down to watch it, I said, Oh, it's meant to be really good. This it's meant to be like the office in space. So her expectation was so high and she just didn't find yeah. it funny at all. And I was like, ah, that's probably me like no. heightening your expectation for it. And then me kind of, because I didn't know how to feel after the first episode. I was a bit like, yeah, do I carry on? But I gave it a chance and it, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's definitely funny. It's definitely worth yeah. a watch. It's, uh, I, yeah, it's interesting to see where it would go. Yeah, I, I, like I stand by what I said. Like, it's it's more sincere than it is funny. Like, it has funny moments. There was one moment that I remember, like, really getting chuckled by something, and I was like in a fit of laughter. But that was like near the end of season one, and it was just like one joke really got to me. I think it was just the delivery caught me, and like that was funny. Other than that, like I wasn't really laughing that much. There was funny situations and stuff like that like episode two with like the chimp astronaut and stuff like that that was really good and and like stuff like that like there are funny situations but they're not like laugh out loud but they always seem to have like a sincere undertone like the one where he goes to the fake moon base and stuff like that and like the relationships between characters is kind of why i'm watching it yeah it's like like you said it's it's like there's a weird level of humor where it becomes memeable humor you know what I mean? And it's mm. not quite at that level, but it's somewhere below it. Yeah. Let me get my graph out and show you. <laughs> this is the level <laughs> yeah, where it... you can make memes, and this is the level where it doesn't justify a meme. Yeah, it felt like it was trying to like start in jokes, you know, like people like reference The Office and stuff like that. It felt like it was kind of like, this is a moment that people get a reference. And it's like, it's not really though, is it? No. That's why I think like the, the sincere stuff works better. Like, like the dealing with a guy raising a child by on his own. Uh, he's also like one of the highest guys in the military. So he's got a lot of pressure on him. You've got um, people's like expectations of the careers and like, their livelihoods being at risk and stuff like that and like you've got some really like deep introspective moments which are like really nice they're the bits that i kind of watched it for yeah yeah i think the the enjoyable humor in this i think some of the good parts is where it does really heavily reference real life 
Like, it's quite obvious. Like, there's a bit where they say, before we got the orange president, and it's, like, so on the nose <laughs> that it's it's hilarious. And you get that yeah. from, like, the first, um, you know, the first episode, don't you, that it's obviously based with Donald Trump as your president. And it yeah, just... I think, I think that's what I was laughing at. I think they made a joke about, like, we need to get ahead of this before the president starts tweeting about it at his birthday or something like that. Yeah, so what does the... What does the president want for his birthday? And it's like he wants a bloody he wants a what was it that he wanted? I can't remember. I can't remember what he wanted, but they gave him a star. Yeah, and that's he, what he got. And the guy was like, "You think the president wants a star?" And then the president like tweets it out, and it's always like, "Oh, that it's gonna the president's gonna blow up on Twitter over this." And it's yeah, yeah. it's those bits that I found really funny, like really on the nose, really on the nose. Let's talk for a second, let's talk cast, because I was really surprised about the, some of the cast that shown up in this that were awesome. Uh, first yeah. of all, we've got to just, like, you know, take a moment. Fred Willard, absolutely, God bless his soul, yeah. uh, passed away shortly after filming this or during the filming of this. Uh, you can you yeah. can tell in this that he's, you know, he's not in a good way, like... Yeah, I think he is also acting that up a lot as well. Like, he definitely looks frail in this, but I think he's acting more frail. I think that was, like, some of the funniest moments for me were his character, like... Like, he's just, like, not arsed, and his wife's there trying to be resuscitated (laughs) on the other side of the room. He's just there, like, oh, yeah, don't do this, don't do that. And, like, he's got, like, Alzheimer's type thing. Yeah. But, like, they play it quite funny. Yeah, yeah, his character's really good. His character's really good. You've got obviously Steve Carell is very he's pretty much Steve Carell in this is what you can expect from yeah. him. Uh, probably not as out there as what uh, Michael Scott is in the office, but he's uh, somewhere running that line in in the middle. Steve yeah, Carell does like the bits. good drama man. He does really good yeah, drama. I, that's what I was about to say. Like I feel like he learned something when he started to do like his more dramatic films. Like he. Um, he did like Foxcatcher, and then he's done like The Big Short, and he's stuff meant like to be that. really um, good in the morning show as well. The morning show is it? Um, oh, I can't remember the film now. We with Timothy Chalamet, uh, wearing, Beautiful Boy, uh, Beautiful Boy. I wasn't sure whether it was Beautiful Boy or Pretty Boy or something like that. Yeah, Beautiful Boy. Uh, like I feel like he really brought what he learned from doing dramas into this. Like this is sort of like. You know when Michael Scott reappears at the end of the office yeah. for the wedding? Yeah. It felt like that sort of character. Mm. Like he had learned a lot from the drama, so he did the heavy stuff good, but then he could then lip sync to Coca Cabana and it's really funny. Yeah, it's like that perfect line down the middle, isn't it? It's like a matured yeah. matured Michael Scott is what it is. Yeah. You've then got uh, Ben Schwartz is in here. He's really good. Uh, L- yeah. Lisa Kudrow. I didn't realise she was in this, and I was like, oh yeah, my Phoebe. god, it's Phoebe from Friends. What's she in prison for? <laughs> I know, what did she do? <laughs> ten episodes! Ten episodes, and she's not getting out for 40-odd years. She did a serious crime. Everyone keeps referencing how serious a crime is. What did she do? It's absolute madness. <laughs> like, it's driving me insane. I was like, somebody's gonna, like, hint at it or something. Like, somebody's gonna tease it. What is it? It's like, just so, like, whoa, she's in prison. Wait, what? Oh, we'll find out <laughs> yeah, in a bit. It just jumps to two years later. Yeah. In episode one, it jumps to two years later, and then all of a sudden she's in prison. It's just for hilarious. What? 
John Malkovich, yeah, he's he's good in this. I like his character. Yeah. Really like yeah, it. Yeah, I thought I was going to really hate his character, but like he ended up being probably my uh, second favourite or favourite character in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, really, he's got a lot more depth to him. Really weird. He was in a. Was he in the film called A Hundred Years, or was that a trailer for a film that we'll never see? I don't understand. What was that? Have you never seen A Hundred Years? That? While we're on the topic of John Malkovich, no. So I don't think so. There's a film called A Hundred Years, which is a, an experimental science fiction film that he wrote. Uh, Robert Rodriguez is directing it. Uh, it got advertised in 2015, and it's scheduled for release on the 18th of November. Let me get this right. 2115, a hundred years later. It's got music by Pharrell Williams in it. Um... And it's tagged as the movie you will never see. This is like some weird I'd... experimental fucking... Yeah, I feel like that's just like a Shia LaBeouf thought experiment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've, I've never heard about this, but it's blowing my mind a little bit. I feel like it's just like a press thing. Like It's something that somebody said to be like an artistic piece, but it's not actually real. I mean, it has a, it has a release date. It's. I feel like... I feel like it's the film version of taping a banana to the wall and calling it art. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, John Malkovich's character playing the chief scientist is a very, very good pairing to Steve Carell. Really enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, you've then got some of the other big names. Uh, Noah Emmerich uh, is playing one of the generals. He's pretty iconic. He's been in quite a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, and then you had Patrick Warburton playing another one of the generals. Yeah, who only in the last episode, I was like, that voice rings a bell. And then my girlfriend was like, oh, it's from Emperor's New Groove. And I went, no, it's bloody Joe from Family Guy. I yeah, was like, it's Joe from Family Guy. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah. He's also Lemony Snicket. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's funny in there. Uh, you've also got... Uh, Don Lake playing Brad Gregory. He's the general guy. He's dead funny in this. Um, yeah. I'm trying to find the actress that plays the... Jane Lynch was the other uh, general, the female naval officer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to find the black general that goes uh, to space. Roy, uh, Roy Wood Jr.? Is that her name? Oh, no, sorry, you're on about um, Tawny Newsom. Oh, she's there. Yeah, that's the one. I, I think she's probably my favourite character. She seems like one of the most interesting characters. Yeah. And well-rounded characters. Yeah, she's a bit more grounded. She's a bit more grounded. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to see more of her. Diana Silvers plays Steve Carell's daughter. She was in Ma yeah. and Glass. Did you want to talk about the episode where Caitlin Olsen comes? Yes. Uh, that was a D from yeah. Always Sunny. I am on a massive Always Sunny binge at the minute. I'm like <laughs> two seasons away from finishing it. 
And when... I know you told me that. You were like, mate, she's in an episode. <laughs> yeah. <was> like, right. <laughs> when she makes that appearance, I was just like, what? Well, <laughs> I can't see her in anything but D in Always Did Sunny. you notice who her PR woman was? Uh, you know what? It rang a bell, but I couldn't think of who it actually was. Janina K- uh, uh, Kavanka. Maybe. Kavanka. Why does that ring a bell? Want to pronounce it? Why does it ring a bell? Uh, she is the lead in Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you would have, yeah, as soon as I said it. Yes. Yeah, but, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, that's great. Because she is getting in more and more stuff at the moment. She's in The Way Back with uh, Ben Affleck. She's on The Morning Show. Yeah, She's doing loads of stuff you know at the what? moment. The Morning Show is one of those things that I really have to watch. Like, I've heard such yeah, good things. Yeah, I keep hearing about it lately. heard such good things about it. I think yeah. you've got to give it some time and, and enjoy it. Idem Verzio, she plays in Star Wars. Yes, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah, she's she's um she's pretty good. She's a pretty good actress. It's good to see her doing more yeah. live action. I think her and Ben Schwartz worked really well off each other as well. Ben Schwartz is the voice of Sonic, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yes. He is indeed. He is also looks weirdly like um Steve from Stranger Things. <laughs> You're not wrong there. Really does, actually. <laughs> Have you got any more thoughts on Space Force at all? I think we kind of rounded um, it up pretty pretty well. I'm hoping I'm hoping that season two is better, or even part one of no, sorry, part two of season one, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is airing on TV in the US or whether it's just on Netflix. Yeah. Is it I'm, just on Netflix? I'm not too sure. I know it's it's definitely a Netflix original, so I don't know yeah. whether it's just on Netflix. I believe it probably is. Yeah, network. Well, they is they say they say Netflix original when it's original to the UK on Netflix, but it's been on TV in America, so mm. I don't really trust any of that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm hoping in season two it's just just elevates it a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like. You could tell when they were trying to find the footing with this. I hope it does get a season two. I'd rather see this than some of the other crap that Netflix puts out. Yeah. I'd rather get like two more seasons of this than 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially with the cast. like It's just enjoyable to watch. And I hope yeah. in a second season they just push that humour a little bit more. I hope Because a lot of people yeah. have been really positive about it, but I just hope they listen a little bit to the criticism, which I think is probably mm-hmm. the same kind of criticism as what we had, where it wasn't quite what we were expecting. Just push that boat out that little bit more with the humour, yeah. and I think you've got a really solid series there. I feel like I feel like it could find a middle ground between like absurdist stuff that you see in community and then um like the more serious episodes of community and the office. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the fact that they can go to space whenever they want, like just enable shenanigans. Like the stuff that they get up to in the fake moon base and then like when they actually go to space in the later episodes and stuff like that, and they're on the moon and the shenanigans they get up to there. Yeah. Like, like find somewhere between community and the office. It definitely has the caliber to go on for like a, a long time. If, if they mm-hmm. land the second season, correct. You know what I mean? It's got that, yeah. it's got that gravitas. It's got that humor. It's got the cast. It's got the things that we don't know about the things that we find funny. Uh, it's got a plot that runs through season one, but it's not. It's still got that whole sitcom-y kind of feel to yeah. it. 
where yeah it's it's like every episode has its own self-contained thing but there is an overarching story at the same time yeah where it could be like you know especially when you're bringing in um you know like uh, Caitlin Olsen and stuff and you're bringing in characters every now and then to have a have a subplot with you've got the capability to make this run potentially for like a quite a few seasons like always sunny Mm -hmm. community level maybe yeah maybe yeah I think it I think just heighten it from where it is. Yeah. Yeah, defo. It's funny to think that it's definitely Space worth Force a watch, even a if you've just got it in the background. Yeah. Space Force is actually a thing as well, Chris. I didn't realise. I thought it was I, did, I didn't realise it was, thought it was just NASA and that was it. <laughs> but there is a photo here of Donald Trump with a, a man waving a Space Force flag. <laughs> a man that looks I think like that's a... probably where the jokes were coming from with like the the general names and stuff like that yeah yeah probably and the outfit's pretty much the same so they nailed that anyway did you also know speaking of films the costume designer for marvel the mcu and the dc films was the one that designed the costumes for spacex oh really space suits uh, yeah th- oh you know you can kind of see the resemblance a little bit from yeah. endgame to uh, those spacex uniforms can't you yeah that's a very interesting fact, Chris. I'm sure people will love to know that. Well, drop that in at the end of the podcast. Maybe oh, at the gosh. beginning of the, we put a little insert at the beginning of the podcast. Stay till the end of the podcast for a really interesting <laughs> bit of information. And on that bombshell, <laughs> we're going to end this episode there. I think. So, do you give it a bin or a binge, Chris? I would give it a binge. I binged it. I had it on in the background while I was doing other stuff. And do you know what? It's perfect for that. It's perfect to slap on while you're cooking or something. Very good. I completely agree. And you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at GetRealPod. You can send us an email, GetRealPodUK at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on Space Force. Did you enjoy it? Did it live up to your expectations? Uh, How can people support the podcast, Chris? Support the podcast. You can subscribe to us on YouTube and leave us a like on the videos. You can leave us a review and a favourite on all your podcast networks. If you do, we'll hopefully get around to reading them out at some point. Yeah, share us with a friend. Share us on your Instagram stories, even if it's just for 24 hours. Um, Yeah, just support us any which way you want, any which way you can. And thank you for watching, guys. Listening. Watching and listening, because we're available in both. On YouTube. And I think we'll see you next Monday. Yeah, we'll catch you next week, guys. Take care, stay safe, see you later. Bye! Boots on the ground, boots on the moon. (laughs) I want boots. I want boots on the ground by 2024, okay? Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Good sake.